and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Carrie. And I'm Tanya. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee. This is episode three. Today we are talking about our top 10 tips for a triumphant end of the year in the music room. We'll also share high notes and low notes from our school week and in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and out of the music room. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. It is time for our high notes and low notes, but first... Yeah, what is our beverage this evening that we are enjoying? Oh, I brought over some um, Starbucks. Can I say that? They're not even paying us. But yes, I they brought should. A, they, they totally <laughs> should. Um, it's not coffee. It's hot chocolate again. Uh, in honor of the snow that has fallen, we have a tiny bit of snow. Very, Very exciting. small amount. Yeah. So I brought um, some peppermint hot chocolate and yours is... Some, I had the snickerdoodle. The snickerdoodle. So. Yummy. Thank you, Tanya. You're so welcome. Awesome. Okay. So do you have a, a high note or a low note to oh, share today? Oh, okay. Well, I have a low note. It's not that low. It's the tiniest thing, but anyway. Um, and it's uh, Elf on the Shelf related. Um, so in our school, uh, we, had a, we had a second grade class come in the other day, and they said, where's the elf? I said, what are you talking about? And they said, you know, an, the elf on the shelf, because there's one in the library and I said, oh, well, I haven't had any visit here in the music room. I said, that's great um, that you've got an elf in the library. Yeah, we look for him and he keeps hiding and it's great. I said, the library is a big place. That's a good place for an elf to be. Well, sure. Yeah, thinking that we were done with that conversation. But no. And then they came <laughs> back um, later in the week, you know, in the rotation and I don't know where they got this idea, if they like talk to each other, but like as soon as they came in, we sang our opening song and um, they all, one of them said, so where's the elf? I said, what are you talking about? And they oh said, oh, we thought you were going to get an elf now. Like oh, that we had convinced you. They decided that since they mentioned it to me, that this was going to happen, that I was going to get an elf in the music room. And and Their I did disappointment was great. I mean no nobody cried oh that's good and I just I just had to like for sure shut it down not, not I don't want to be a Grinch but um so it's <laughs> you know what I'm so glad there's an elf in the library and um I we're we're not having an elf in here I have not asked Santa for an elf in here and um you're just going to have to do a fantastic job anyway. And um, if you feel some sadness about not seeing an elf, go to the library. Anyway, I don't find him there. I didn't really know how to deal with it beyond that. It was a small thing. No one was sad, super sad. It just kind of cracked just me up. It's funny they kept bringing yeah, it up. Because I'm like, okay, just because you thought this was a great idea, it's not happening. And I, I don't want the music room and I, you'd have to remember to you know talk to santa talk to santa <laughs> about it about it yes <laughs> right and i don't need that kind of mischief going on you know it's too much you get grabbing the mallets and unspooling the yarn or whatever oh, kind of thing that 
might happen with the elf. So anyway. We have enough to deal with. Yeah. So there's no elf in my music room. Oh, wow. Um, sorry, kids. <laughs> All right. So what was, <laughs> did you have a high note or a low note this week? Um, I have a high note that awesome. actually happened today. I feel like all my Again. stories happened the day that we record, maybe because I have no long-term memory. But um, it happened in first grade. Again, I, I'd always talk about first grade. Because they're lovely. Well, sure. And today, it was just a funny thing. We were playing Lucy Lockett, and um, it's one of their favorite games. It's a great song for practicing singing louder and softer. It's in the book Sail Away, by the way, 155 American folk songs to sing, read, and play, um, edited by Eleanor Locke, and we'll put it in our show notes. But the uh, the song is just a simple uh, Somila song, Tatiti song, and they hide... Big hit. Everyone yeah. loves oh, Lucy yeah. Lockett. They hide Lucy Lockett's pocket somewhere in the room, and another student who had their eyes closed has to go Find the pocket by listening to the students sing. And do you always start in softer. the room? I do. First, I hide it on a kid. Oh. So, like, we're sitting in a circle. Oh. And I tell them to, I, I give it to a kid and I tell them to sit on it. No, I do hide it in the room right away. But that's, that's good. a good idea. Well, it's kind of like I'm just scaffolding it. Because I see. I like that if it's in the room, it gives them longer to walk. And that's then there's true. more of a range of and dynamics. Then, but they really have to look. Yes. Some, it could take yeah. a long time. And sometimes well, my room's kind of It seems that they naturally sometimes. start by hiding them in really obvious spots, yeah. like plain sight, and then the more we play it, they start to get clever. And that's actually exactly what I was going to talk about. So I had a kiddo who uh, hit the pocket in a place that I've never, in my many years of playing Lucy Lockett, have seen it. I have a little rug in my little reading nook, my little cozy corner, and he picked up the rug and hid it under the rug. And I thought, well, this is going to be really hard to find, and it was really hard to find. How long but did that it, go? <laughs> well, after a few rounds, we start to give hints. And so I said, does she need to look high or low? And they said, low. And what under what color should she look? And I mean, it was it became painfully obvious. And she was pretty much literally standing on it at that time. And the mm -hmm. kids were just cracking up because it was so funny. But it was just one of those lovely, like, funny moments that just happens in the room without you planning it. And oh, the kid awesome. who hit it was just so proud of himself that he hit it in such a good sneaky spot. And then I made a big deal of, I have never had a kid hide it under the rug. I don't know why. You'd think that might be an obvious spot, but I never have. So it no. was just a fun yeah. little moment in the music room today. How nice. When yeah, I do fun. those hiding games with older kids, because um, they want to hide it. Oh, yeah. Like really hard places. Oh, yeah. I always tell them like a corner of it has to be shown. Yes. So like if we play black snake. Exactly. Yeah, say, I have like, the same The little rule. black snake tail the has tail. to be showing yep. a little bit because they want to shove it like. Oh, if, yeah. If they could, they would open the cabinets to the small percussion yeah. instruments and like, you know, put it under like a hand drum. Exactly. And yeah. then you're playing black snake for two hours. Yeah. And but then they're making a mess. More so. <laughs> That's for the elf to do. So. <laughs> the elf can, can find the snake. Yeah. And now it's time for our main theme. And today's topic is our top 10 tips for a triumphant end of the year because, you know, it's... Yeah, so we've got 10 <laughs> tips for um, a triumphant end of the year. Not just a uh, get me... To the finish line end of the year but let's end the year 
2017 with Let's rock it. Let's rock it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we came up with some 10 things that we think are really essential to that. And we'll just talk through them a little bit by little bit. So for number one. All right. Tip number one. So uh, this might seem painfully obvious, but it's okay at this time of year to take some time to review those classroom expectations and don't let up. I feel like I think in my head, maybe even have said out loud once or twice, it's December. Why do I need to say no, these I have rules? said that. Um, but, you know, we do. And it's okay that we do. The kids come to us hyped up and sometimes sugared up. And mm-hmm. there's just so much going on in First their life graders, right now. By December, shouldn't we be able to make a circle without pulling in Yankees on people? We should. We should. But yet, if we know year after year it's going to be difficult, then why not front load that information a little bit and say, Remember when we make the circle <laughs> or when we line up or when we come in. So just, you know, take those couple of minutes if you need to, one or two at the beginning of the class period, just to talk about some of those basic things and not be afraid to take that time because that time will pay off later totally. in the lesson if you're not having to stop and correct things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been doing this. I, I kind of feel sometimes I feel a little bit um, like a Scrooge doing this. But uh, it is totally necessary and also helpful. And I think I mentioned this last time in our last uh, podcast that I'll, with older kids, I'll have them say, okay, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Why don't you turn and talk to a neighbor Absolutely. and review exactly what you know I'm going to say about what we do when we are doing uh, chase games yeah. or whatever it is. And definitely call out those students who are doing it correctly. You know, the classic, oh, I really like the way so-and-so is walking over to the circle. And oh, yes. I think I'll let him be first in this game. Oh, yes. You know, and having those little carrots like, oh, we're, we're going to be playing the Jingle Bells in a couple minutes. But if you're not showing me that you can make the circle, then maybe you might not be able to play. Just having all of those little carrots and right. things to keep those kids engaged. Yes. Really oh, and that too. is goes for all oh, grade all levels. the time. Yes. Yeah. With um, even sixth graders this week, I've said, you know, we're doing so well in this game, and I would love to level up, which I've been saying a lot lately, which I think is a little dorky, but um, it kind of speaks their language. Their lingo, absolutely. Um, I said, well, we we could level up if we can do X, Y, Z, you know, in this way, then we'll go to that next step and make it that much more challenging. Yeah. 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 So that is perfectly fine to do. All right. Tip number two. Sing, 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 sing. Um, singing is something that uh, I like to incorporate in every lesson. I know you do too, Carrie. As, yeah, absolutely. As Kodai-inspired teachers, it's extremely important that we're singing. But we want to remember that we're doing singing not just because we're learning these awesome music literacy concepts, but just for the pure joy of it. And this is around the time where I will pull in more songs and um, games that are just strictly because it's wonderful to sing, because the kids love this one, and not because it's teaching a specific concept necessarily. I always have some of that in my lessons, but during this time, I'm more likely to do even more of that and also take ideas from the kids like, oh, you know what, in our last five minutes today, what song would you really love to revisit? Let's take top three, and then we'll vote on that. That sounds fun. Yeah. And then uh, I know you mentioned the sing-alongs. And I know a lot of people do that in their classroom or in 
their school and maybe do a school-wide sing-along. And that is a fantastic way to really wrap up the year with everyone singing. Um, I used to do a school-wide sing-along. And over the years, it's, for various reasons, become a two-class-at-a-time sing-along where I have an older class come with a younger class. And it used to be study buddies uh, in the past few years, study buddies have kind of gone by the wayside because teachers are having to do so much More stuff, stuff yeah. that they don't really do projects with study buddies. But during this time of the year, I will match them up myself like a sixth grade class with a third grade class, a fourth grade class with a um, first grade class. And they'll come together and I'll assign kids to be buddies with each other. And then we do the sing along in the music room. Which means oh, I do sweet. it several times, but I'm really the only one that's um, suffering from that. Right. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the whole school sing-along, and we used to do it, but it, it got really kind of out of control, yeah. uh, especially yeah. right before the break. And there was um, kind of turned into some yelly stuff, yeah. which really broke my heart. And um, that, that kind of momentum of being obnoxious was, was getting a little out of control. Yeah. So that's why we paired that's it down. That's why I had to split mine into two yeah. different halves. Half of the school one, half of the school the other. But you're right. When they're all in the gym, it gets a little bit. Yeah. Fun. But just singing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. All right. Tip number three is uh, to decorate your classroom. Take yeah. some time to bring some holiday cheer. I mean, I was, I'm always delightfully surprised at just what a little bit of garland and tinsel and Christmas lights can do. I saw that around your and, smart board. Yeah, I hang some around <laughs> my smart board. Do you I turn hang, off the lights? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it depends on what we're doing. Um, but, yeah, and sometimes when the kids come in, yeah, the lights are dimmed. I have a few reading lamps around the room, so it's not just totally dark. But yeah. there's Christmas lights. I have tinsel on my piano. And just that little bit, they walk in and it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> just having something different I'm is really exciting. I'm a big fan of the holiday gel clings that oh, you yeah. find. Cheap Again, Target's not paying us at all. But, <laughs> you know, in that ta Target dollar spot where you can get those um, gel clingy things. Because yeah. I have a little, my only window in my room goes into the hallway. And it's that, you know, really slender right you know peek out window but i just fill it up with those gel clings and i put them around the room lovely and that kind of it brings me cheer too because when i'm doing my uh planning i i play christmas music for myself like good christmas music and i turn off the lights except my christmas lights and it get my coffee and i feel like i'm having this cozy little moment and maybe nobody bothers myself. you <laughs> nobody bothers me because i don't think i'm in the room nice um but another thing I've done, too, is not just, you know, store-bought decorations, but have kids create decorations. So um, I've done a, a, an activity where I create giant paper Christmas tree cutouts, and then I give each kid a little circle, and it's their ornament, and then they have to write a four-beat rhythm or something. Ooh. They share that rhythm with us. We perform it on non-pitched percussion or whatever, and then we hang them on the tree. So then we have all of these... You know, it's just a flat 2D thing, but it's it's something that they're creating. It's something that's tied into the and music. And is this in the room or I've outside? done it both ways. I've done it where it's hanging in my room, or I've done it where it's hanging out in the hallway. So if you're in the hallway and, like, your teacher is late picking up the kids, you can be like, They can be read reading the, the rhythms. Exactly. <laughs> Let's all read the tree. Read the tree. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's just a fun a fun thing to do. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I have something that I bring out that the kids really like as far as decoration goes. I'm a Snoopy fan. I love Charlie Brown Christmas. 
Um, I grew up with a lot of Snoopy stuff. Um, so I've got these Snoopies that uh, I've got three different ones for Christmas. Not a huge collection. And one of them plays skating and he's on a little like um, turny thing. So you press his ear and that song skating comes on and he twirls around. Oh, I've got another bell ringing Snoopy and he plays uh, Joy to the World or he plays Deck the Halls. Depending on, you know, He's got like three different tunes. And then I have another um, Snoopy that's got snowshoes on. And he kind of like scoots all over the place. The kids think he's wearing flip flops, but there's no shoes. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> Christmas and, in Florida. Yeah, I, I kind of use that as an incentive. Like, oh, if we have our three beats on the board, which means we followed rules and expectations mm -hmm. and guidelines. If we have our three beats on the board, then in our last two minutes, we'll get to watch Snoopy do his thing. Nice. Yeah. So nice. Um, maybe I'll post a video of my Snoopy because oh, yeah. I enjoy it so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty geeky about that. All right, so tip number four is read and sing books. There are so many wonderful books that are actual Christmas songs or Hanukkah songs that is that are wonderful to incorporate this time of year. Um, a couple of my favorites are the 12 Days of Christmas, the pop-up book. That's so beautiful. Yeah, and I will leave a link to that in our show notes. Um, and that is so much fun because uh, the kids just love seeing the pop-ups. At the very end, there's a big tree that uh, you know folds out, and there's even lights on the tree that blink. Uh, so I use that one. I also love my favorite things. Not officially a Christmas song, but kind of unofficially. A lot of people associate yeah. it with Christmas. And there's like a, Oprah. Like Oprah. <laughs> Does yeah, she? doesn't she always do her favorite things episode? Where well, she, when she had her show. Oh, no, it's like all the yeah, stuff. that's right. That she recommends. I totally forgot. Sorry. That. That yeah. Was a minor Again. Random thing. <laughs> no endorsements for Oprah. <laughs> no endorsements for Oprah. Yeah. No, Oprah's lovely. I think that's great. But so there's this book. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you have have it or have seen it, and um, it's just really nice to be able to sing that with the kids. Yeah. Um, there's so many books that I think are are just great. It's a great way to end a lesson kind of come calm everybody down but also incorporate singing so I say read and sing great yeah. time for it and tip number five would be play not just play instrument not just play games but maybe you play some other things that uh, you might not do normally in the classroom and specifically I'm thinking about the parachute because I tend to bring the parachute out a lot during this time of year and near the end of the year. Yeah. And I do a lot of things with form. There's a lot of things you can do with nutcracker pieces. Um, that pre-pack, the Russian dance is a wonderful uh, thing. I think it's in Artie. Um, Alameda. Uh, yes. Her, her book. I'm positive it's in there. I can't remember what the book's called. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll, fig I'll find out. I know it's know it's out there yeah and so you know with the parachute you just bring it up bring it down bring it up bring it down and shake 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 bring it up bring it down bring it up bring it down and shake 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 during the b section we um take our horses for a ride we put one hand on the parachute and then we trot first clockwise trotting 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 and then we go the other way yeah and then we snap on those big you know, crescendos, accents. Yeah. accents. Um, there's lots of things 
that uh, you can make up your own for sure. I did not create that one. I might have modified it a bit, but um, lots of things you can do with the parachute. So play yeah, is tip number five. Idea. I always get mine out at the end of the year. I don't always think to do it this time of year. Oh, I, I do it at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I do it at Christmas. Yeah, just time. for something different. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because you can do like the same piece of music over many different grade levels, just modifying it ever, ever so slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. All right. So tip number six is dance. dance. Get moving. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of energy right now. Mm-hmm. And we so should be dancing. We need to be dancing. We should be dancing. Um, one of my personal favorites is uh, the Jingle Bells Dance, also known as the Hilltop Polka, depending yes. on where you get it from. Uh, my my reference for that is Sana Longden's Even More Folk Dance Music for Kids and Teachers. And that goes with her recording. That's one and a uh, half. Which is one and a half. She has interesting names for her, her things. But yes. they're fabulous things if you don't have anything don't by Sana Longden. Don't judge the collection Longden. by its name. No. One and a half no. is awesome. She's amazing. And if you ever have a chance to see her present, She's Sana wonderful. is amazing. So the dance for the Jingle Bell dance is, is a simple uh, double circle dance where the students do a little right, 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 left, 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 both, 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 both clap. Yep. And, uh, and then they do a little elbow swing. And then uh, during the dashing through the snow part, they do a little part where they go heel, toe, heel, toe, and they slide, 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 slide. slide, slide. slide. It's very simple, but it's really fun. And I've, I've had success with older kids doing it one of my fifth graders' favorite things to do last year. Yay. They asked for it well past and the holiday. And you totally level up with that one. Oh, yeah. Because Tell you can, me how. Well, I mean, maybe I should say you could totally level down with that one because yeah. when I initially do it, I have the kids have their partners next to them in a single circle, and then they just turn to their partner. Oh, yeah. So, like, we're all facing the center, and when we do our heel and toe and our slide, we just all go in one direction, all going sure. the other. And then when it comes to jingle bells, jingle yeah. bells we turn and face our partners. And we do our elbow swing. Oh, that makes sense. So we just stay in the big single circle. Yeah. And then just to make it um, really officially, you should have a partner, another circle, a double circle, where partners are across from each other, inside circle and outside circle. And then when they heel and tones and do their slide, they're sliding away from each other. Right. And then they get back to each other. Yeah. See, right. I don't know if I've gotten that fancy. And she also talks about changing partners. I've just had them stick with the same partner. But yeah. Well, could. that's that's how you could level up. Yeah, so if they're absolutely. sliding away and back, then slide the next one time one pass. Right. right. Which I definitely, whenever I do that one pass thing, I, I've never done that with anybody. You know what? Actually, I did do it with third grade last year, but just at the very end of the year. Yeah. Because that whole, like, going one more is a little... It's tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah. yeah. But it's really great. And you could definitely use, I mean, so many different recordings with that one. You can use Sana Longden's recording. The one that I love, and Tanya loves, yeah. too, is uh, Dolly Parton's Jingle Bells. It's just, it's a great... It's adorable. ...instrumentation. Mm-hmm. She says cute little things in She's there. She's so full, full and, of personality. Yeah. It's a great tempo. So that one I just personally love. Yes. Me too. What kind of dances do you like? Oh, well, I, I, I really get a lot of mileage after, out of that Jingle Bells dance. Um, but I also wanted to mention that there's a fabulous Deck the Halls dance that I got from Amy Abbott. And, boy, a, a lot of years ago. But she got it from Loretta Harvey, who is another Kodai person in our area. 
and um, I've modified it a little bit, even from what Amy has done, but she mentions it in a blog post. I just found it um, from 2012. So I will link that up. And it's this Deck the Halls dance that really emphasizes the Tom Tita, Tom Tita. So it's great if your kids have been learning that. Yeah. And it's a line. When I say line dance, I mean a double line dance. Two lines facing each other, a long way set dance. Right, right. Where they're doing some um, hand clapping things, but they're also, uh, you have the the end partners, the end, the end of the set, you know, who are moving positions and that kind of thing. But it's very simple. And the recording that Amy mentioned that she used, that I actually use as well, because it was recommended by her, is called Up on the Housetop. And it's a mashup from Glee of Up on the Housetop and Deck the Halls. Oh, oh. sorry. It's called Up on the Rooftop. Deck the Rooftop. Deck the Rooftop. Got I'm, it. I'm looking at it on the no. computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. I, mean, yeah. I haven't done that one, so I'm excited to try it. Yeah. And it's it's a really, the kids really like it. The older oh. kids love it. It's it's a great song, great little mashup. And um, so that's what I do with some older kids. Fun. But definitely, yeah, keep dancing. So uh, tip number seven is if you do stations or centers in your classroom, this would be a great time to to include some holiday-themed stations. And they don't all have to be holiday-themed stations. I typically do five stations when I do stations in my classroom. It's like 45-minute time. And uh, not all of the stations are going to be holiday-themed. So I might do something on the smart board that has a holiday theme. And oftentimes I'll do something... It's like some sort of a matching game. So the cards might be shaped like stockings or yeah, that's enough man. of a holiday theme <laughs> exactly. to keep us engaged. So I don't I don't go completely bonkers with it because I don't want to spend a lot of time and money making or purchasing resources that will only fit for this one little period of time. But, but it's once fun. you have them, you have them. Once you have them, you have them. That's I have to true. give a little shout out to, you know, all of the, the foam shapes. And I did something Oh yes. Crazy just this week, and I was I was actually very impressed. I should have done this for my high note. I was actually very impressed with myself because I w- was able to make a classroom set of holiday-themed foamy things with um, a staff and sew-me-law patterns. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that whenever you have to draw a staff, like, you know, 50 times. Yeah. I worry that that's going to take me hours and hours. Oh, yeah. But I cranked that out in one oh, night. Oh, nice. So there I was impressed with myself. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely worth making. I mean, I'm not trying to knock it. Oh, this no. is good. my whole point. But, yeah, make the stuff and use the stuff. But I'm just saying if you had, like, five stations, not everyone would right. have to be oh, yeah. a and holiday theme. Yeah. Or um, I, oftentimes I'll do a little composition station where they use manipulatives to, to create rhythms or compose. And then I put out a basket of jingle bells, and they play their composition on the jingle bells. So just... That's very festive. Or if you're really into the mini erasers, like Tanya and I both are, um, you know, Target Dollar Bin once again. A, a kid brought me a mini eraser from when he found it recess today. Oh, yeah. that's nice. One of those cute way little snowmen. I went, yeah. Mm, yeah. So the mini erasers Sometimes are Sometimes they find their way outside. Yeah. They, mysteriously. They do. Yeah. Uh, it's that elf. Yeah. <laughs> She's checking them outside. The elf is stealing the erasers. Yeah, but they're great for staff work or, or rhythm work if you're putting, you know, one or two sounds on a beat or, or if you're prepping or, or whatnot. So yeah. 
Uh, it's just fun to include some little holiday manipulatives in the station. I just always buy a lot of extra, so I don't get uptight about it. This is true. Yeah. And they're cheaper. All right, tip number eight. Oh yes, tip number eight. We're now getting into the kind of um, personal advice um, to take care of yourself. So tip number eight is to leave school at school. And this is a challenging one because you know it's easier said than done and you've heard it before, leave school at school. I do not recommend doing that year round because let's face it, you've got to get stuff done and you're not gonna be able to do it in the time allotted when you're at the building, let's be realistic. Yeah, for but teachers. <laughs> there are some times, and I think like this two-week stretch that we're you know experiencing is a uh, good time to really leave school at school as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And I've been working on this. Um, it might mean that I'm at school a tiny bit longer than I'd like to be, but I just, it's important to walk out the door and go, okay. I'm not really going to um, fixate or worry about this or do this until I walk in the next day. Yeah. And so it will that's be okay. Tip number eight, leave school at school as much as you can. I, I actually have walked out of school a few times this last week without my laptop, and <sighs> it has felt so great. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. That you got another one at home, though. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is true. But, <laughs> uh, I, but I, I followed that advice. Great. Yeah. So tip number nine is uh, now that you're leaving school at school and you have some extra time to not be afraid to participate in your staff holiday activities. I know sometimes as the music teacher, I've kind of gotten in this mindset of, well, I have so many concerts and I have so many things to do that I just, I'm not going to participate in some of these holiday things. I'm thinking like the secret Santas and the holiday parties and the ugly sweater competitions and all the things that seem to flood around this time of year. And sometimes, yeah, it's just a, a, a shift of mindset and going, you know what, I, even though I'm feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed, when I participate in those things, it actually brightens my day. So if yeah. I'm participating in Secret Santa, having that little gift in my mailbox really shifts my mood totally. more so than I really thought it would. Tip number 10. Oh my gosh, we're at 10. All right. Uh, the big one, self-care. What is that? What is that? <laughs> um, my uh, number one self-care tip within, so we got tips within the tip, is uh, sleep. Sleep is so very valuable. I cannot, oh stress gosh, I can't stress it enough. And it's, it's not just me. It's everybody. Um, my daughter was having a cranky time earlier this week. And um, last night, we had her go to bed at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Par partially because uh, me and my husband went to a concert. And we were like, okay, <laughs> now you get into bed. Because <laughs> we were worried if we don't get them into bed now, um, then, you know, it, they're going to stay up. Yeah. Yeah. Because my older son was babysitting, essentially. Sure. And uh, we knew that if they were in the beds, it would be fine. So, yeah, like 7.15, she was lying in bed. I think she was asleep by 7.45. And this morning, she was up and at him, and she was bright and cheery, and she was talking mm. about all these ideas that she had um, for the upcoming weekend. And I realized that I'm really very much the same way. I am a morning person. I 
But when I don't get that sleep, I'm a cranky person. Yeah. And um, sleep is so very essential. It's really hard because I have to be at school at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's that, I'm a night person, so I have to really get myself to actually go to sleep before midnight. But when I do, <laughs> it makes a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah. So along with the sleep, within the self-care, exercise is good. Um, scheduling your exercise is really good. Yeah. Um, I really value my exercise time. And these past couple of weeks, there's been all this extra stuff. And it's interesting because if I go like three days, I really notice that I'm kind of in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. You know, get some adrenaline going. So scheduling that is good. Um, breathe seems obvious you're going to do it anyway but hey when in doubt stop and take (laughs) Take some big breaths um we're going to talk in a future episode in january about some mindfulness ideas to bring into the music room Um, i've been piloting a mindfulness training in my music class that i'm actually going to be presenting a session at the colorado music educators association conference um about mindfulness along Yay. with um, Ellie Falter, a doctoral student at CU. And I'm really excited about that. So um, breathing, just big breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. It really does calm your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an important thing. And then also with self-care, and this might sound a little silly, but uh, you can schedule time to worry and freak out. If, if you really need to do that, rather than do it all the time. And and that that is a challenge. If you tend to worry about a lot of things, it's not so easy to just say, okay, I'll worry about that later. But there might be a few things that you can just put on hold. And, and I've been experimenting with this just in my own life, not just about school, but about everything. There have been times when I'm supposed to be focused on one thing, and then I have I, other stuff creep in, other worries and thoughts about something else and I'll go you know what I know I got to worry about this that's going to happen when it comes to me that's a really interesting concept but well, it works yeah I mean it doesn't work yeah. for everything some well, things no, but yeah giving yourself that time yeah so scheduling the focusing worry. on what you need to focus on in that moment yeah because well, you know you'll think of it in the future exactly especially if you can't do anything about it like yeah then. it's kind of like pushing um stop on a video yeah. you know something starts up and you go okay i'll come back to this but i'm just gonna like stop the tape stop the window stop the whatever right now and come back to it um i was talking to another teacher in the district and it was really interesting because she was mentioning that at night before she goes to bed that she gives herself like two minutes she doesn't time it or anything but she says i just give myself a couple of minutes to like feel Anything that I, 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 I'm keeping at bay and I just experience my feelings, and may, maybe it means me freaking out and, um, you know, kind of having Get it a out moment, of your getting it out of your system. But I just know that at nighttime, I can do that and then I'm, I'm able to settle down and, and go to bed. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting. I don't know if I could uh, take, it, take it to that, but anyway. So see if you can keep your worry just at a certain time of the day where it's not just clouding your time. entire day. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and just take care of ourselves. We're very busy music teachers. Yes. This is our classic busy time of year. So, And this is all easy to say. Harder to do. Absolutely. There's concerts. There's lots of performances. There's lots of extra things. But um, it's coming. The break. It is coming. What do they say in Game of Thrones? Winter is Winter coming. Is coming. <laughs> no, but in a good way. In a good way. In Winter a good way. break. Winter break is coming. Is coming. where we each share a professional or personal recommendation. Tanya, you're up first today. Is your coda professional or personal? Well, it's professional, but it's kind of personal too because I just enjoy this video so much. Um, This time of year, I tend to show the same video. I think I've been doing it for a couple of years. I'm not sure exactly how old it is. So it's um, the Dreidel song by this acapella group called Sheer Soul, and they are fantastic. I just, I love this video. Um, They're really talented. There's some beatboxing going on, but also what's really fun is that they label like which guy is singing the melody and which guy is singing the harmony and who's doing the beatbox, and then they trade parts around, and when they do that, these little labels follow them, and they're sitting at a table, and they're playing with the dreidel, and it's, it's just really entertaining. The kids love it. I love it. It's one of these things that I can see over and over and over again, and I'm not tired of. And it's just a great example of really good, a really good acapella musical group um, doing the dreidel song. And um, I just I love that. I'm going to put a link to it so that you can see it too. And they're called Sheer Soul. I don't know anything about these guys. I think they're just um, just some acapella group out there who. Uh, do different gigs here and there, and uh, I'll link to that video. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Are you going to share something personal? I'm going to share a personal one. Um, It's actually a a holiday shopping recommendation for all of you music teacher ladies out there. So um, I wanted to buy some music leggings. There have been all of these different legging uh, advertisements or dresses or skirts that pop up on my Facebook or on my browser and um, oftentimes I don't know if you've noticed this that some of them like the music notes are printed backwards oh yeah yeah there's a lot of kooky ones out there but I found some music leggings and they just came today I'm wearing them right now I know and they're adorable they're super comfortable and um, they're from Leggings Depot, but I got it through Amazon, and they are on Prime, so free shipping. And I am looking, and don't see any. There's no notes. inaccurate music notation on I'm, my leggings. Yeah, and that and, is a that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, they're very soft and they're very comfortable, and they were only thirteen bucks. So um, for yourself, give yourself a little treat, or uh, for someone else that you know that would might enjoy them. I plan on wearing them next week with a with a dress uh, for my. For my concert that I'm you're doing that kind school, of music teacher. I'm that kind of music teacher. Well, it's a secondary concert. Uh, I feel like should. I can go for it. Totally if it was should. older kids, maybe not. But, Why you know, not? I'm just going to go for it. But they're they're awesome. And so we'll put a link to the leggings. They're lovely. I Thank like you. Them. We've reached the double bar line. Thank you for listening to Music Teacher Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed this show please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please consider telling a friend or a music teacher.
Also, you can go on Facebook and like our Music Teacher Coffee Talk page. We'll be posting a couple of pictures there and definitely our show notes too. Until next time, this is Carrie. And this is Tanya wishing you happy music and happy holidays. Bye.